What's good, guys? It's your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and we talk about how we can create wealth and build legacy within the black community. Let's get into this episode. Kimani, what's good, man? What's going on, bro? What's going on? Just give me a minute. I'm going to uh, try to lean up in here, okay? Yeah, you good, man. All good. Appreciate it. No problem. Just give it one more minute. Let me see. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I had to uh, get my son, my nine month old, set up. Oh, nah, bro. You good, man. Yeah, not crazy. Sent him a link. I don't know if he got it though. He might be doing something. Yeah. Uh, Give him some time. It's a link. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? How's it going? Man, I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. All right. Kimani, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool, man. All right, so uh, I'm your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast. Here I have Kimani Jones and Salim Collins. And uh, why don't you guys give the audience a little bit of background about you? Whoever, whoever, okay. It don't matter. Okay. Uh, well, shoot, I'm Salim Collins, man, uh, co-founder of Ascend Apparel LLC, born and raised here in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, alum of uh, the illustrious Winston-Salem State University. Shout out, Rams. Already. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm Kimani Bethune-Jones, um, born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, co-owner of uh, Ascend Apparel LLC, also uh, an alumni member of the Winston-Salem State University. Yes, sir. Man, you know what's crazy, man? I've had, like, I've been interviewing all Rams, like, all Ram business owners, so it's pretty dope. That's oh, dope. yeah, that's that. That's, that's, that's dope. Dope. Yeah. So, so how has everything been going for you guys, man, like, with this pandemic going on and stuff? Weird in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's definitely an adjustment. Yeah, weird in a good way, man. Um... Of course, it's an adjustment as far as like with business. It's just like, you know, I, I thought like people were just going to chill, you yeah. know, there <laughs> would be no movement like that. But it's been it's been a lot of movement, to be honest. That's what's up. Yeah. So, so has like business pretty much went up for you guys or has it like slowed down? Uh, actually, uh, business has actually been turning up. That's dope. Uh, since the pandemic. Um, I think a lot of different e- uh, current events have actually taken where uh, people are starting to really tap into the small owned business sectors yeah. in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we are definitely seeing the benefits of those people, uh, quote unquote, waking up yeah. now um, and understanding that you should probably put your money in people that actually personally care about you, right? <laughs> and care about your 
your well-being and, and putting money back into the community and all those different things instead of trying to use you as a tax write-off or just for capital gain, right? right? Um, and I think that's the main shift that we're seeing now, especially when it comes to like the black community. Um, we're starting seeing people really start to use the black dollar um, and understanding the power of the black dollar. And so us, of course, as Apparel is a black owned company. Uh, we're starting to see people really tap in those that may have been following us for a while. And for whatever reason, just didn't quote unquote, put a trigger on buying our yeah. products now are actually starting to indulge and actually find out like, oh, wow, it is really legit and it's like good quality. Nice. And it's like, yeah, we've been here for a while. You know, that type of thing. So it's like, I mean, hey, I'd rather it come than, you know, uh, now than never, right? So uh, it, it's, it's been it's been turning up in, in, in my uh, perspective. That's what's up, man. Um, Kimon, if you want to add anything, man, just let me know. I mean, yeah, I mean, he pretty much hit everything on the head, man. It's just <laughs> people are tapping in, you know, like, that we probably don't talk to a year ago <laughs> or, you know, a year, a few months ago. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then, you know, and I know, and I know personally people, I know how people are, especially when it comes to shoes. I know people, yeah, how yeah. people are with their shoes, man. So, you know, everybody has their particular brand they stick to, or it's just, what's the, what's the proper terminology? I mean, everybody's just pretty big on name brands, you know, if yeah. it's black owned, they don't feel like it's up to the same standard as, you know, these other big comes that's been around for decades. But, you know, once they finally tapped in, it was just like, oh, like he said, oh, like Salim said, oh, okay, this is absolutely a legit product. So, yeah, I feel you. That's what's up, man. Um, So, like, what are some ways that, like, you guys built the trust of the people? Right. Uh, I think personally just delivery, right? So uh, everything that we say in our morals and values within the company, uh, every uh, pre-order we've ever had, every new release we ever had, we do exactly what we say we're going to do, yeah. correct? And so uh, I think that naturally just grabs people's trust because the people that, for instance, our first sneaker came out uh, a year ago yeah. almost, um, the Rise Trainer 1. And, you know, it, it was a pre-order, right? So meaning that, you know, you pay for the shoes kind of up front and you don't see the shoes or get the shoes um, for about three to four months later. Yeah. Now, of course, <laughs> a lot of people are like, well, what? You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're not a sneakerhead, you're not really going to understand the process of a pre-order and how that right. works. But for those people that actually tapped into us, which a lot of people did, it, we built a crazy fan base based off of that alone, just because they know that I gave these guys my money and they did exactly what they said they were going to do with my money. And I'm very pleased with the product uh, at the end of the day. Right. And I think that's really what it is. And what we, we constantly stress in our company is customer service. So uh, if you're in the area and you order from us nine times out of 10, you're not going to get your package in the mail. You're going to get one of the representatives from a center apparel to actually stand at your doorstep and say, thank you for shopping yeah. with us. You get what I'm saying? I like that. And I think that's the thing that we do to separate ourselves, to build this trust out here in our community um, and the different hubs, because they just know that when you're doing business with us and shopping with us, you're going to get exactly what we say that you're going to get nothing, you know, nothing less, but you possibly can get a lot more. So um, it's one of those things. That's dope, man. I love it. That's dope. Um, so, so tell me, man, like, how did you guys, um, are you got, would you guys consider yourselves sneakerheads? Is that like why you were, you know, are you guys thought of a shoe? Um, how, like, how'd you come up with that idea? Uh, I was, <laughs> um, I, I, I guess you can say, um, consider myself a sneakerhead. I mean, I always like shoes yeah, or whatever. Uh, right. I've always loved shoes and, um, like I miss, like I, I had, I, I didn't have a crazy, I didn't have a crazy childhood when it was just all Jordans, Jordans. It was like it meant yeah. every like every other every now and then I might get a pair. You know, I ain't go crazy with shoes, but I always loved them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess it was just, yeah, just seeing the shoes is like dang, and it's like you know what, man, that would be dope if they did this with this sneaker. You know, had this on here. Facts. Um. It, and I think it really just hit me like when I was <laughs> sitting up in the Thompson Center, man. Like, 
on a Monday, just seeing everybody come in with Jays, like the same outfit. Like yeah. everybody was coming with the same outfit, you know. Jay, I don't know what Jays dropped that weekend, but yeah, those Jay, whatever, wherever Jays they were, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, he went to Pac Sun and got the, <laughs> that outfit for that. He went to Jimmy Jazz just at the third. I was like, man, you know, I'm tired of wearing the same thing as other people. Yeah, I was like, so that, that's what back then. That's what inspired me. And I was like, man, I kind of I want my own shoe that's eventually. Fire, man. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, combines the whole reason why the Rod Trainer one is even. A thing because of course we started off as a backpack yeah. company. Uh and we still are a backpack <laughs> company, right? Like well now I can't even say we're backpack company, we're just an apparel company in general, right? So hence the name is in apparel. Uh that wasn't necessarily the case when we first right. started. We actually got a little buzz and everything off of our leather bags, yeah. right? Um, so and and Kamani came with this idea and was like, Hey man, I want I wanna I, I wanna make a sneaker. And I kind of was like, oh, okay, all right, bro, let's just kind of focus on back, right? Like, I wasn't <laughs> interested in it at all. Like, I'm like, dude, that's not our lane. Let's look, everybody, our bags are selling out yeah. crazy. Like, let's stick with bags, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, here we, here we hitting our first little success, and we only been out for like two months, and you want to do a sneaker. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, like, uh, like, I always tell people all the time, man, you, if you believe in something so much, you have to do it. Even if your business partner slash friend doesn't necessarily see the vision, it's not. It wasn't for me to see that sure. vision, right? It was for Kamani to see the vision, and then get me to be like, I don't really care if you know you like this or not, but we don't, right? You know <laughs> like he kind of didn't even give me a yeah. choice at at one point. I was just like, all right, bro, let's let's see how it works, and then you know here we are, and of course. I was I was definitely what you call considered younger a sneakerhead. So like my child was different. Every Jordan that came out, we had it right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So uh, me and my uh, my brother Omar, we got super spoiled growing up. We literally had every every pair of Jordans. I, it's not a pair of Jordans I didn't didn't. Yeah. And so like, of course, just being around that and engulfing that type of culture or whatnot. As I got older too, I kind of. I had so many at one point. I was just like, ah, I'm done doing sneakers now because all the George were just coming with re-releases of the same thing that I already yeah. had in 2000. So it was just like, all right, I don't want any more, like that yeah. type of thing. And that was the whole thing of like Kamani saying, creating your own sneaker and making your own. You know, you we basically built our own lane with our own cross trainers sneaker. Yeah, facts. And it's it's all independent. Right, it's almost sound like a label, but it's all independent, right? Like it's only funded by the two people that's on this podcast right now, yeah, right? Man. And we did a Kickstarter with basically nobody knowing us, nobody really. I mean, we we had no background or expertise. I didn't go to school for this. Like <laughs> he didn't go to school for this. Like none of that. And we made it happen and made it work and end up selling, um, you know, over what eighteen thousand dollars in, in pre pre orders before the sneak even came that's out fire. that's fine you know what i'm saying so it's it's, it's a testament to kamani and his, and his drive and him having the yeah. vision and not letting my quick little no be like a no right you know what yeah. i'm saying uh so yeah most definitely that's fire, man. um so like how did you guys come up with you know the idea to you know design like how did you guys come up with the idea to design your bags like the way you design your bags and the way you design your shoes like how did you guys do that right um well i can speak on the bag uh basically i designed the first prelude bag on the back of a subway napkin (laughs) (laughs) okay no lie (laughs) so it wasn't a whole bunch of like graphic design type of thing, sketchboard. Like, nah, I was on the back of a subway napkin uh, at my cousin Garrett's house um, just because we knew we were starting a company and the idea just popped in my head and I didn't want to run upstairs to kind of get my notepad, so I kind of like just sketched it on his back of a subway <laughs> napkin. And literally, like, when we took it to our manufacturers that we have or whatnot, they literally got a picture of that thing on the subway. Damn <laughs> <laughs> serious, That's man. Cool. So yeah, it was it was kind of dope, man. Like, 
But uh, yeah, it was the whole point was just to make sure that we had something that's fashionable, yeah. right? But at the same time, useful. Like, it's, it's no point. Kamaya always uses analogy. It's like horrible when people spend uh, $1,200 on, a, on a, a Gucci crossbody and the only thing you can put in there is, is your phone or your wallet. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's horrible. You feel me? Like, you just spent that much money and it's really, it's not even useful. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what we always try to do with every product that we come out with is to make sure that it's something that, uh, one, it looks good, but at the same time, you get the best use out of it and it's right. durable. So, that was the main keys of, like, uh, how I uh, created the bag. Now, Kamani, he created shoes, so, you know, this show time, right? <laughs> Um, Like, uh, especially uh, with I didn't notice it back then. Yeah. But uh, especially like talking to like uh, one of these guys, you know, that's been, he's been <laughs> designing for like for 30 years as yeah. far as like denim and bags and shoes itself. And he pointed out to me, he was like, man, there's nothing new under the sun. He was like, man, everything, he was like, every designer, you know, they design things based on what they seen and what they like. And he was like, there's nothing wrong with that. He was like, you know, the big names do that, you know, your Gucci and everything, you know, that's why. You can go in, <laughs> you can go in the Neiman Marcus or or whatever, and you see Fendi, Gucci, Louis with sneakers, and like, yo, these kind of look the same, yeah. you know, because they took from each other. But I know I, I saw the little um cause at the time when I designed it, I saw the little sock sneakers at the time, you know, that they had just got popping, yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm not spending eight hundred dollars for that, but all right. I would make my own. I yeah, like- you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, let, let's see if, you know, let's see if that can happen. Yeah. And at that time, I was I wanted something comfortable, sleek. Um, I'm going to have to worry about, okay, I can't wear this often because it's going to crease. Yeah. You know, I feel unnecessary things. So that's why they're made like like that. Like, you don't have to worry about creases. Um, you could throw them in the washer and call it a day. <laughs> let the air dry, you know, whatever. But the the, that was that was the key thing, of course, comfortability. And then um, I saw the knit on it. Uh, I forgot what shoe it was. I think I think it might have been LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Yeah. And I saw how part of his shoe had like the little knit pattern on it. And I was like, okay. I was like, that that would be dope. It wasn't his entire shoe like our shoe is, but I was like, that'd be dope. So I asked yeah. the manufacturer if like the whole shoe can be like that because at first it was just gonna be a sock. But I was like, man, that looks so plain. And yeah. I was like, and I feel like. A lot of these brands are getting off because of their name <laughs> with it being socks. So I was like, we got to add some details to it. So that's when I added the details of that when it was like, yeah, it's a go. And then the toe was just an inspiration from um, Dragon Ball Z. You know, okay. when, I used, okay. yeah, when I used to watch um, Vegeta, Vegeta's shoe, you know, yeah. his boot or whatever, I was like, that would be dope. So I just added that to the uh, top, you know, just small details, you know, to make, you know, just to make it. And that was, and there you have it. That's fire, man. That's fire. Uh, so, like, tell me about the name, man. How'd you guys come up with Ascending Apparel? Uh, that was just more so about where we were at uh, at that point in time in our lives. Okay. okay. And um, we just realized, like, hey, um, if we want to do this, you know, we talk about wealth, you know, not working for nobody else and having our own so we can get up and do whatever we please whenever we please. Um it was like, we got to go to another level. So we can't do some of the same things that we've been doing. Like, we want to do some different things that's out of our comfort zone. And so we just want to go up. And so that's where saying came from. Now I was thinking that, you know, sitting there writing down names. And I had it for a minute. I was thinking that, you know, that's just a testament to just, you know, being confident and saying it. it, it either, either people are going to agree with it or they're not. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it was like a day or two, you know, sitting there, trying to figure out a name for the company. I've been had the name and I said it to him. He was like, and you know, Selene was like, bro, I actually kind of like that, bro. Like, how long you just now thought of it? I was like, nah, I've been had like, bro, you gotta you gotta speak up and say that. <laughs> so <laughs> they gotta speak up and say things, bro. So, <laughs> so you know, and that went and that carried over into with the shoe as well. It's like, bro, just speak up. Either he's gonna say no or not. Like, don't be afraid of no. Uh but that's how we that's how we came about it, man. It's just like we want to be able to go higher and be better. Like we should, we should get better daily. And that's what everybody, that's what we like to promote into our, our customer base and everything. Like, Hey, you know, you, you need to, it, besides purchasing our products, you know, have the mindset to go above and beyond too. 
you know, Thanks. get that get that master's, get that PhD, whatever you're trying to do in life. Thanks, man. That's what's up, man. So like what so since you guys have, you know, started your, your company, what are some parts of your life, you know, that have changed for you? Mm. Oh wow. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. question. <laughs> <laughs> uh I guess I can speak. Um uh, of course with with a company, right? Uh you gotta have patience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh you gotta be let's see here, diligent mm-hmm. and consistent. Okay, okay. And those were things that I don't necessarily say I lacked, but things that I guess I could have definitely fine tuned yeah. on. Um and since having the company, right? <laughs> it's either like Either you're gonna do these things and be successful, or you're not gonna do these things and you're gonna burn out like most companies do, right? Um, and so I think that's really what happened. I was using that those three things in like all aspects of my life, um, especially including uh when it comes to like uh my fiance or whatever, yeah. like that. Like all those main principles helped it to the fact that where she turned from my girlfriend to my fiance, right? So like the company really helped me with that. It's kind of weird, but I'm like, man, if I can buckle down and hone in on this company and laser focus like that, I should do this. And so I think that's really, I'm really grateful for the company for that. I mean, at the same time, everybody always say, you know, they want to put their people on and all that kind of stuff. But like this company really allowed me to do that with uh my best friend Kamani. You know what I'm saying? Like I like we we literally started something and I had an idea and now this idea uh potentially and will like pay off my family and his family like literally for the rest of our lives. You know what I'm saying? And so like I think it's much bigger than just checks and balances and saying that you have a company and everything like that. It's it's really on that generational wealth and you actually putting your people in position, you know, to, to be the best people that they can possibly be from a personal level and, and, and a financial level. So that's definitely how it's helping me. That's what's up, man. For sure. I'm sorry. Kimani, you, did you want to go? You want to- uh, as far as things as change, yeah, it's just well, being, uh, learning to be more accountable, uh, not just with my business, but just like you said, like relationships and just with my, with my relationship with my girlfriend and then just, um, in general, in life, period, you know, um, and just seeing how, you know, treating people or being genuine, treating people can go a long way. Um, I feel a lot of people gravitate to us because uh, we're genuine. And then just seeing how being too generous can 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 bite you back from certain yeah. people. Um, but, you know, but staying true and uh, having a, a cold out here, you know, and not being... Um, not jumping at every opportunity because uh, money's involved facts, facts. as well. Um, just being pure. Um, I think that, I think to be honest, looking at it now, I think the company helps us stay pure um, and keep our moral values. Uh, just seeing, cause just seeing how people move and how we look at certain individuals or companies, how they move their, their sales. And just like, that's just wrong. That's dirty. So yeah. let's, let's make sure we hold our, hold our word you know our word as men you know to stay you know true 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 uh true throughout you know this whole process as we build generational wealth and be good to people and you know because you know the universe sees you the universe reveals all so you know everything will come back so i feel that's one of the biggest things you know just helping us stay pure you know networking with people and um giving back as well thanks man um you guys said something really important um you know, gener- creating generational wealth. You know, that's that's why I created this podcast so we could have conversations like this. So I thought it was dope that y'all, you know, touched on that. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and another question, like, how long did it take you guys to really change those, you know, aspects of yourself? You know, as far as focusing and um, right. you know, just fine tuning some, you know, characteristics of yourself. How long did that take you guys? Um, I think, I think really it's, it's, it's always like a life quest, yeah. right? Uh, 
uh, and it's like different levels. But I think it really, for me personally, it really kind of just started when I said, all right, I'm really going to do yeah. this. And I'm not going to make any excuses for me not being able to do this, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because for 20-something years, I was doing the same thing and thinking the same way, and I got to that point, exactly. right? And I'm like, well, shoot, I already know what me thinking like this and moving like this is, so let me switch it up. And if it doesn't work, then shoot, I just go back to what I'm doing. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It was one of those things. And so it was like, all right, I'm going to switch now. And we did it. And it's like, all right, then I start bringing in meditation yeah. okay. and, and, and and working out on a consistent basis and reading more and start listening to podcasts instead of riding the car and listening to music yeah. all the time, okay. right? Like, you know what I'm saying? So just always trying to do something to kind of give myself like an edge. Uh, I'm, you know, um, that's how I met Kamani. We both are like ex-football yeah. players. And so like that competitive edge is something that, I had to use uh, for business and how to, like you said, change um, change very quickly. It's like, all right, I'm. It's like I'm I'm playing the game against myself. How can I better myself? Right, my overall weight rating. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so it's like once I change my mindset into that, then everything else kind of just fell into place. That's powerful, man. That's real powerful. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, I'll see. Yeah, that mind, like we was already, um, yeah, it just little, came came into it like that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, just ready to go. It's just like you know, just tired. You know, just want we just wanted something different, uh, both at the same time. So you know, it was just came in with the mindset like, yo, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do it right. And like he just had a, and I I feel Salim is very fortunate to uh, to be able to use his degree. Which is business to uh, to be doing this because yeah. now you know it is it just everything just flows naturally with him as far as this you know as far as making decisions and you know building things up, um, and we we just came with the mindset to do it. I feel like you know a lot of things we like when we get things when we have something to do we get it done. Yeah. Um, it's just like I mean like I said we work with other people, um and. We're just like, oh, you know, like we'll get something done in a week. It might take some, it might take some other people a month, you yeah. know. <laughs> and we was just like, you know, people might ask me, oh, bro, how? Did, I don't know. We just do it, man. Like it's no yeah. lollygagging. Cause I and I guess it's just you know, the respect we have for one another as uh as as men, you know, as brothers. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I know he's gonna be looking at me crazy if I don't either let him know or get the, get the shit done. <laughs> And vice and vice versa, you know. Definitely vice yeah, versa. So it's yeah. like so we just go ahead and get it done. You know, something comes up, bro. You know, I wasn't able to do this, blah blah. Community, you know, we communicate with each other. So it's not no <laughs> we 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 meet again and hey man, you know, so did you? No, nah, I didn't. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it's just it I feel the respect and you know, just a, uh, like he says, the competitiveness in us and the hunger to really want more for ourselves and you know. And see other people eat too. Facts. I love it, man. That's what's up. Um, so like how does it, you know, how how did it feel when, um like when you guys released that first product and it was selling? How did you guys feel knowing that you know you got your own money coming in? How did that feel to you? <laughs> man, it was kind of like surreal almost, yeah. right? You take an idea out of pretty much thin yeah. air. You put it on the back of a subway napkin, <laughs> right? Uh, and then you kind of just wing yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And then when you finally have the product right in front of you, you know, you kind of like, oh, wow, this is real. Like, this is <laughs> right. tangible, right? You know what I'm saying? And then you go to a further step, and now you you have to kind of put your vulnerability out there because you're letting the world know now that you made a product and you're hoping people receive it the way you just did, yeah. right? And so that was the scariest part. It's just like, oh, man, this is a jump right here because we could have put that bag out and everybody hated it, and it's like, oh, wow. I mean, our self-esteem is pretty high, so I probably wouldn't feel any type of way about it. But still, it's like you still have a little bit of that kind of insecurity a little bit like oh man are people gonna like it are they gonna receive it how they should or whatever like that and when 
we kept hearing uh, the Shopify buzzer go off, ding, 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 sell, 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 like that type oh, of thing. I mean, and that was next, right. And then next thing you know, like two months later, like we got stores calling trying to put our bags in the store. Oh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. We like what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, literally, I'm just trying to figure out how to really do the post office thing <laughs> officially. You know what I'm saying? And here we are sitting down with. Uh, different companies and stores trying to get store deals done, which we did, um, which was crazy. I mean, we talking about within literally like the first yeah. two months of mm-hmm. us releasing a bag. Uh, so, man, that feeling, man, it was, it was, man, undeniable, bro. Like it was, it was humbling yeah. one, uh, because it's like wow, the hard work and everything paid off. Like we took a super gamble. We did this with no loans. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like let's be honest. I'm not be honest with you. Like, we not making six figures at our, you know, our yeah. day jobs. You feel what I'm saying? Like it was a lot of hard work and dedication, a lot of sacrifice, right. like dumping in savings that you necessarily wasn't supposed to dump into, or you know, finding other ways to get money on the side and on top of just your regular day job and paying your bills, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. It was a lot of sacrifice, man. It was a lot of spaghetti, spaghetti nights, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? All that is worth it, especially when people are receptive to what you put out um into the universe, into the world. And people have been doing that since. And uh man, that feeling is is unmatched. And I always I think I always every time I put something else, I chase that feeling every time. Facts. That's dope, man. That's so dope. Yeah, it's it, like like you said, it's real humbling. Um, it's like, dang, so like, I actually like this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, seeing somebody like something that you brought to life, you know, you created, and actually, you know, going crazy over it, it's just like, wow, uh, still hasn't really, even all this time, still hasn't set in, but it's yeah. still like, it's just like, damn. So you know, like, and then it's just the benefits, you know, reaping, you know, of like the hard work, you know, how that pays off. Yeah, that's it's, fire. So that's I think that's dope, man. Um, it's definitely it, it's definitely you know crazy when you can put something out and because you know my wife she owns she has her own store so she makes products all the time and and people you know buy her stuff and I think that's amazing to see. So that's dope. Um, so tell me, man, like, did you guys? What did it take for you guys to really push past that that fear? Cause I know you spoke about fear and just having that insecurity. What did it take for you guys to really just say, we going to do this no matter what. And like, how long did it take you to get past that? Oh man. Uh, it, I'm going to be honest. I, I think it goes back to both our backgrounds of being like college yeah. athletes. Uh, it was like, well, we're going to just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when you know, back in the day when Coach Manny used to come up with game plans and stuff, I mean, you really couldn't say, oh, man, I really don't want to play, uh, you know, <laughs> like Livingstone College. It's like, no, bro, we got a game on Saturday. We got to be ready. Like, it was one of those things. So it was kind of like, just get it done. We know we're going to put it out. We set a hard date when we were going to drop it, and it was, it was just yeah. that, right? And it was kind of like a – I mean, don't get me wrong. When we clicked the launch button, it was kind of like, hold your breath. But at the same time, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I mean, it was like, as long as you put did the preparation and you put the work yeah. in, you should always see results. I mean, I've saw that my whole life when it came to football. It's like, the more reps I did in the weight room, the stronger I got. The more I practiced on my cone drill, the faster my footwork was. Like, it, it, that's just... Is put two and two together. That's just what it is, right? Um, and I think the same thing goes in the business. Don't get me wrong. Now, definitely luck is involved in being in the right place at the right time and meeting up with the right people. Right. But if you do the work, though, and you're knowledgeable about your craft, when those opportunities come, you're ready for them, right? And you're not just kind of like, you know, faking the funk, you know what I'm saying, or BSing and everybody in the room can tell, right? It's like, no. I know what I'm talking about. I'm ready for this moment, and the moment's here, and here we go. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show. 
If you are, I want you to take a screenshot of yourself listening and I want you to tag at underscore the Black Both Media Pod. That'll be a big help as far as getting the message out. Also, I want you to go ahead and leave a five star review and go ahead and subscribe. And let's get back to the show. Because I really do feel like in a lot of life, a lot of times in life, you only get one shot at certain right. things, period. And so if you're doing the job and the work on the back end, you always will get it. But when you you kind of just day by day, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll start after that. Then next week turns into next mm. year. And next year, it's already it's pretty much not ever mm. too late. But man, you behind the eight ball. You feel That's... what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I feel like it's one of them things where you can't psych yourself up. You just gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> just just blindly go in and do it, man. Cause the best teachers and how we learn everything is trial and error. We get our hands dirty. It's like, okay, well, we lost money doing that. Let's not do that no more. All right. You know what I'm saying? Or that type of thing. It's always getting your hands dirty and and uh putting your hands in it so that's why you can actually like figure yeah. out the do's and don'ts of business in that general. Yeah. Um, so like, did you guys, when it came to, you know, I know you mentioned sacrifices. Did you guys have to sacrifice things like, like sleep? Was that one of the, like, what did you guys have to sacrifice? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Kamani yeah. don't sleep. He probably sleep now, <laughs> but he didn't sleep before. I already know he didn't sleep before. I used to, Come on, you remember I used to text him and be like, "Hey, bro, let me go ahead and go." <laughs> like dad serious, like I'm not yeah. even joking because he would stay up crazy hours of the of the yeah. morning talking to our manufacturers and making sure things got right. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about all night. Like it was times where like I would leave his house or he would leave my house. It's already like twelve o'clock, man, twelve one thirty or whatever like yeah. that. I'll I'll go to sleep, right? <laughs> Wake up, talk to him. He still hasn't been to sleep yet because he's still been working on it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So talk about sacrifice, man. That was <laughs> definitely a sacrifice. In that end. I just sacrificed a whole bunch financially, like money that I had to put away for other re other yeah. things. Man I, 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 man, I like pretty much slid it all in the middle of the table and was like, hey, this is all I got. <laughs> like, what's up? You know, that type of thing. So we both made crazy sacrifices, and um, now to see them things are are, are paying off, man. Like it, it's the crazy feeling. Do, do you guys still find yourselves like? Do you still find yourselves being up late at night? You know, taking care of business, or do you like do you sleep better now? Like, how does that work? I mean, I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be up regardless. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always gonna be up. Yeah. I think now is more so about just being more efficient with my time. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, just being more efficient, like catching myself, like bro, I'm sitting here fucking scrolling, man. I can be on here working on something more. I was trying to figure out what I can do to um, if I'm up, I was trying to figure out what I can do to maximize my time to make sure the brand is uh going places. Because it's one thing to sit there and talk about it, like man, we should be here or we need to get to this point, and when they but you're not putting no work, then you know, just talking. So that. Then I think my thing is, as far as sleep-wise, it varies. Yeah. If it has to get done, I'm not sleeping, right? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, last night, for instance, like, I've been brainstorming certain things or other ways how we could do some different marketing things, right? And so, like, because uh, sales have been coming in. So, I'm trying to see now. I'm like, hmm, what am I doing different mm-hmm. or what are we doing different now that these sales are rolling in? And I'm starting to really break down, oh, well, I'm posting at this time in the morning, right? And I'm like, okay. And now I'm just shooting people quick reminders like, hey, remember we talked about that crossbite bag? Do you still want that? Like follow-ups, you get what I'm saying? Making sure that we're diligent in emails. Like every email shouldn't be sitting in there longer than 24 to 48 hours. You get what I'm saying? Like those type of things. Like kind of like fine tuning. I feel like that's what I've been doing like the past two weeks. And then not only that, but like in business too, man, you have to learn how to acquire great talent around you. Right? I think that's a lesson that 
myself and Kamani have just recently really learned, <laughs> right? Because it was always just me and him against everybody yeah. else. That was our mentality, right? Which, let's be real, I'm going to be honest, it's still <laughs> like that. It kind of has to yeah. be like that, right? Uh, but we just acquired, like, literally what I call low-key an X-factor within uh, this guy, Micah yeah. Ingram. Um, I'm talking about when I say sales, like phenom, yeah. dude is ridiculous. Like, cause he's naturally like a likable yeah, guy, man. right? You want to be around the guy. Like, if that's just a fact, you want to be around. Him. I don't know if that's for a good time, just because you feel like he might be your best friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. But people will naturally gravitate to yeah. the guy. And not only that, he's a stand-up guy, so he's never like trying to cheat you or anything like that. And we just added him uh to the team which is the only person other than me and Kamani we've ever added right um and the good thing is of course we know him personally because I mean, he's my yeah. cousin and like and uh he's like a really good friend of Kamani's and whatnot man this guy has he's only been here for what two months Kamani maybe if that yeah if yeah. that sales have been through the Ooh. roof like we already this this month here is like the highest grossing of sales that a sin ever had, and we just acquired this guy. You get what I'm saying? So it's like we always knew that he had that, right? It was just kind of like pulling the trigger and making yeah, it happen, right. right? And so that's one thing for anybody's listening to this podcast understand you have to be a good talent scout. Any and everybody that you know who's successful, they always have smarter. <laughs> more hardworking people around them than they right. That's just Thanks. what it is. Like, Diddy doesn't make bad boy unless he goes out and acquires the talent and the people that he had in his arsenal. That's just period. Like, you get what I'm saying? Same with Jay-Z. Same with anybody else. Ralph Lauren. Like, you can go down the list. Like, I know we talk about Steve Jobs and all these guys right here, but if you knew who they if you did research on who they VPs yeah. are, you get what I'm saying? Like these people are like so paused in their own right. Yeah. Like, you would think they were Steve Jobs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's the thing that I think we're learning. Um, I know we kind of went off topic, but like, I want it. It hit like, yo, that's really what I feel like somebody needs to yeah. hear. Uh, like that. That's that's a big thing when it comes to business. And I'm just saying from personal experience, based off how we've been blossoming, basing off making one move like yeah. that. That's fire, man. That's I think that's so dope. Um. So like, what is what is a typical day like for you guys now? Like, what what do you guys usually do in a day? Like, what's your schedule like? Oh man, yeah. um, I mean, I, I've been trying to get myself on track. To, yeah, personally, uh, making sure you know, um, writing my day out. Yeah, uh, just, you know, writing my day out the night before. Um, and if we got orders, you know. I, I just go down the list, you know, what's the most tedious thing? You know, I go, you know, how, what they say, you know, eat the frog, eat the, eat the eat, you know, do the thing that you don't want to do that you're dragging about Best. the most, you know, so I go ahead and do that. Um, And then we got orders. I go and ship them out. They in Charlotte. Oh, I'm, I'm pulling up on you. Um, I'm dropping, I'm dropping your stuff off. Uh, And then, uh, and then, you know, perfecting the craft too. uh, Okay, like like Slim said, we've been doing a lot of trial and error. Um, learning, you know, learning the terminology when talking to manufacturers. Um, you know, researching new things like, okay, you know, we do a new design on the bag or a shoe or whatever we decide to do. Um, look looking into, you know, going in depth, you know, seeing the best way, what's the best quality, you know, the best, you know, best quality material, you know, yeah. the measurements. Just those different aspects, you know, to get better at our craft. So we're not just, you know, selling you any selling you anything. It's gonna be we're gonna have details and the best quality that we're gonna give you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's super dope. I guess like the regimen of how my day normally starts uh, when I don't like do anything for like my I guess nine to five, yeah. quote unquote. Uh, so a regular day, it would be, I do the same thing. I've been doing this since we started. Uh, I always, the night before, write out my to-do list of what I have to do the next day. 
it's just how I stay on track, right? And so, like, what needs to be done? And so uh, I go and do that or whatever like that. That morning we wake up, um, and it's kind of like first thing I do before I grab my phone. I know a lot of people just grab their phone first thing they do. Uh, <laughs> first thing I do is like honestly just grab that to do list and see what's what needs to be done. It plan my whole day around that to do list, right? Even if things pop up, it still doesn't deviate from that to do list. Like that to do list has to get done that day because why? Because when I go later on that night, I have to make another to do list. So, um, like Kamai said, it's really going through email. For me, it's going through emails, making sure everybody's back got responded yeah. to. Social media plays such a big part in today's business sector in that's general. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So it's like now I got to go and check on notifications. We're a very interactive company. So, like, when people comment under our stuff or shoot us a DM or whatever like that, we try to respond immediately, right? Uh, or we know that you're going to, you're going to get a response from us, right? Like, if somebody tags us just because they feel like they want to let people know that they rocking their sins today, like, we got to make sure that we repost that, right? And then tell them we appreciate your support because we really do. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so that's one of the main things that we check in. And then when all the when all the maintenance is kind of done, then it's like, all right, we hone into the let's sell something. Like that's how my thought process is, yeah. right? It's like, all right, I didn't I didn't sell anything today. So like let's go out here and let's let's get something done. Right. And a lot of times it's not like forced sales. It's really just I'm out and about wearing my product anyway. We have really nice products. So people naturally ask about it because they haven't seen right. it before. And like, hey, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's my company. No, no. And we go into a spill or whatever like that, and then we get a uh, sale. You get uh, what I'm saying? Or just doing what you regularly do in day-to-day yeah. life. Like if I'm going out and I'm getting something to eat or I'm running to the post office, I try to document these things. Not necessarily letting people know what I do time after time after time, but it's like just a reminder, you know that bad that you said you were going to get? Yeah, well, we still have it. Like that type of thing. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of people, let's be honest, everything now, social media throws so much at you that you get sidetracked a lot. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, man. Like, you think about it. Like, you went and liked the picture just so you could really go back and read that quote again or you try to save in your archives and you forgot you saved in your archives because something else popped up right in front of you after that. Hey, that's true. That's very You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, it's almost like, man, I'm almost, I have to keep oversaturating and reminding these people, this is what you came on here for to look at my yeah. product, right? <laughs> like, you, I saw you like this picture for a reason. That means that you like yeah. the bag. That means that you need to buy it, like that yeah. type of thing. Especially on Fridays when people get paid. Like I'm telling any person that does e-commerce or whatever like that, always pay attention and know about current events. If you know that people got stimulus checks, and let's yeah. be honest, 90 percent of people are not going to use those stimulus checks for what they need to be used for, and they just going to buy whatever they want to buy with it. You need to make sure you on on social media at all times. <laughs> Why? Because they have free Man. money and they're willing to spend it because it's not their money. Like Man. you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like it's it's like keeping up with those current events. If you know people get paid on the first and the fifteenth, well, guess what? On the first and the fifteenth, you need to be posting like Man. crazy. Why? Because people have money. They want to spend it. The weekend time is when we get the most sales. Mm, okay, okay. Uh-huh. Weekend and at night time. Because right after 9, 10, 10, after we leave this podcast or whatever, one of the three of us are going to go on Instagram and scroll and see what we have missed out since we were doing this yeah. podcast. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> since people are doing that, you finally got idle time and they're sitting there relaxing and whatnot like that. That would be the time for them to start purchasing things on mm, Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to kind of be more strategic about these things when it comes to e-commerce and stuff like that. And that's what I have kind of made a regiment yeah. into doing each and every day. Like, trying to figure out what's the new way of letting somebody see my product. Because that's all it's about, is, is letting somebody see our product, mm-hmm. Right. And because I know it's going to sell itself. You just got to see it. Right, 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 right. Right? And it's like, all right, so once you see it, I know we got you. You get what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. And it's like, uh, that's just that's just the main, I guess, thought process throughout the whole yeah. day for me. Okay, okay. Um, 
so like you know during this process man did you guys you know did you guys feel like you had to separate yourself from like negative people or you know people that were down to you or like did that just did that just come naturally like were you already around people that were you know pushing you guys um I think that goes back to where that that position we was at when we was trying to figure out the name. Um, yeah. Was already me personally. Uh, I, I I felt I already separated myself from negative people. Yeah. Um. As a as a collective, yeah, I think we already separated ourselves from negative people. Uh, I can't really speak on Celine too much because I don't know. Like personally, if you know, you know, no way he's ever spoke of. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, um, I think it did kind of help happen naturally to yeah. where we were just already around good people. I mean, I feel, you know, just the law of attraction, we, we already started were attracting positive minded people and those that were about it, they just slowly separated themselves naturally That's from dope. us. Um, I mean, of course, you know, we had, you know, with your family, um, I mean, my parents were just more so like, okay, that's what's up. Uh, and then my dad, he was just more so concerned about, hey, you know, make sure, you know, <laughs> you know, you have a contract written up. You know, you got, you know, part ownership because my dad was on, on the group home in Durham. You know, he, he'll, you know, some, you know, he'll leave favor and be in Durham sometimes. And it was with his, it was with his friend. And, you know, things, you know, went, <laughs> didn't go right, you know, yeah. dude. Dipping in, dipping in the pot, and, you know, purchasing the house, and you know, not putting the money back when he said he was, different things of that nature. So you know, I think that was probably if it was something negative, that probably was the only thing he was just like, hey man, you know, you know, make make sure you got a contract. Other than that, he was just like, okay, you know, you got this business, you know, make sure you straight have other uh, another source of income coming in with your nine to five yeah. or whatever you're working. But as far as that, um, that's pretty much it, man. Um, I don't think we really. I can't. I, I don't. I'm. If we do, I'm not aware if we had any negative feedback from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Like Kamai <clears throat> said, I mean, me and Kamai both are very no nonsense type yeah. of people when it come to our circles in general, right? Um, especially I can only speak for myself, especially me. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I mean, I got 150 million cousins that's all my age, <laughs> yeah. right? So, like, I really I really don't need yeah. friends. You get what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. makes sense? Because, like, all of them grew up, we all are the same age. Come on, I can attest to it. He knows all yeah. our cousins. We all are literally the same age, right? <laughs> so, like, so, I mean, maybe I'm blessed because of that, right? So, I've never had the need to try to, like, have people around me. I always came with a lot of people around me anyway. So, it was kind of like a it was like, a, all right, well, I already know these people from Jump. And then the cousins that are kind of like just not on the stuff that we own anyway. We know it's all love, but we, we do separate ourselves, right? You get what I'm saying? So, like, I I think, yeah, we never even coming into it, we didn't even have that problem. That's because, like, we know a lot of people, but our circle is really mm -hmm. small. And that's, the, you know, and that's because I'm cool with a lot of people. My circle is very, very tight and close-knit, right? Like, Kamani is considered family within my family now because he's been around. Mm -hmm. But it took a while for me to, you know what I'm saying, really kind of hone in and make sure that he he knows everything about yeah. us now. You get what I'm saying? Because we just don't we we not have, we don't necessarily like it's no no new friends type thing, but it's like uh we gotta make sure that you you go by the same bylaws and the law that we mm -hmm. go, right? Like we stand up people, right? And I think a lot of people always want a lot of friends but if those people don't match your morals or your values and the things that you really stand on like your type of law then i think that's a a, a disaster <laughs> you know what i'm saying just waiting to happen and i think that's what self uh helped us with our company far as never really we don't get into like messy situations with anybody yeah. right and then the minute we kind of detect something maybe a little bit off we immediately stop doing business with those people, mm -hmm. right? Facts. Yeah, because nah, his temperament's off the chain. The money is too, so we can't even be put in a situation like that because that's gonna yeah. go left. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like 
we got to protect our brand and protect our personal selves as well because we just very all like we're very cool but no nonsense so it's like all right cool so it, i think it that play i think us being like that already had weeded out people in in general because you know you know a real person from a fake person yeah. any day you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you be in that room long enough you, you'll start feeling it you get what i'm saying so it's like all right we kind of just weed out people based off of just i guess our aura and what we bring around in any, anyway yeah. so i think that that's that's easy Thanks, man. that's what's up um so like what would you guys say has been like your biggest inspiration um personally professionally what would you guys say um, ooh inspiration yeah, that's tough. Um, I got, it, but you go ahead. You good? Come on. You can go ahead. I'm still like, man. Oh, mm-hmm. man, my biggest inspiration, man, man, it's, it's definitely been Nip for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm talking about man. I've been Nip fan for years. I'm talking about man, probably 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably 2010. Um, and. Just and it was based off of it was literally just based off of not really his music, but just I'm a big uh documentary and uh interview type of person, right? So I like I'd rather watch interviews and documentaries over films any day, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so man, just just his code, we got the same type of code and, and mindset about a lot yeah. of things. Like how I grew up in different things in nature, all these things kind of kind of coincide, and how you know what I'm saying my old heads and stuff like that have taught me. It just was in line of me. I didn't have to act like I was somebody else to kind of like understand what Nick was talking about. It's like, man, sure, this is how I am. You yeah. feel me? It's just a cat that's a lot older, and then and then has learned how to maneuver, but at the same time didn't lose himself in the in the process. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so I think that's why I look up to that so much because I'm like, wow, like he's a hundred percent himself from what yeah. I know. And then at the same time, like, but 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 you can tell he elevates his himself all the time. He's like a student and a, and a master of his craft yeah. and and all of those different things. And then the other person, of course, is is Ralph Lauren, uh, just because the business structure of what he created, right? Yeah. Personally, don't really like the guy as a personal guy. But from a business aspect, the dude is undefeated. Like everybody wants to, everybody to this day wanted to wear yeah, polo. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't have the real polo, you had a knockoff version of the polo, you still wanted the polo yeah. though. Thanks. You get what I'm saying? Like we call a collar shirt a polo. True. It's just a collar shirt, but now his his name and his brand has like basically overtaking what the actual item is actually called. We like, oh yeah, you got a polo shirt. It may not be polo, it's a collared shirt. That, <laughs> you that's so true, bro. That's so true. <laughs> you feel me? And I think that is like people like that, those are the people that I feel like if you're in this industry, you want to inspire to be, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. at least take a take a little snippet out of their page. You get what I'm saying? To to try to uh better yourself and and have that type of holding in your your handprint. On uh, the fashion industry, so that was my two for sure. Uh, we talking in that aspect. Um, to be honest, I ain't never really have nobody really ex- that expired me besides my yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, I never really been starstruck or yeah. looked at people like that. Um, nah, like I, I give them credit. I was like, oh, that's dope as that's dope as hell. What, what, what he's talking about, like 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 what Salim said with Nip. Oh, that's dope as hell. Like dropping knowledge and not not just like really being what rap is about like yeah i'm a rapper but also i'm giving back to my community and i'm putting in like yeah that's dope um i rock with uh people like i rock with gary v you know just how straightforward he is and it's just like it's real like i'm not about to take no bs like man this is what it is like yeah that shit sucks (laughs) or that's quote-unquote harsh but that's that's reality facts facts um it's uh, but yeah, it's really been my parents. But as, well, as far as getting into um, we go deep and like being inspired as far as um, inspiration as far as like clothing and those different things. Um, 
really, I mean, it's funny you ask that, um, because I've been meaning to meet with Celine, you know, the past few weeks. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I've been, it's been in the game for a while. It's like, man, you're going to have to come up with some people that you, whose style you like. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing wrong with, with that. But um, he's like, it's just, you know, figuring out, seeing what, what things they do, you know, things that you might like or inspired to do. Uh, like Celine likes the he likes polo. Um, yeah. I mean, I like some of the. I mean, I don't. Mean, I'm still research. I mean, I like some of the little urban wear that's been going on lately. I mean, you see little oversized shirts are coming back, uh, with a slightly baggy, baggy look in, in the pants. Yeah. Um, kind of liking some of that stuff. Uh, it's just more so. It is. It, it's just a mix of like what I see and on top of what I want to add to it. Uh, as far as inspiration, um, I can't really pinpoint no designer per se, like style that I like or you know, aspire to be. But other than that, man, it's just more so like inspires me, is just you know, is me. Um, yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. To, be, to be honest, I mean, because I look at it like this, I mean, yeah, those people are dope, like nipping them, but them cats won't in my life. Um, yeah. them, them cats, you know, they didn't see me grow up, they didn't see what I went through. Or they won't there, you know, when I needed something. Yeah. So, you know, that that's how I look at it. Like, you know, my role models are my parents or, you know, or or, or my grandfather, you know, uh, man, rest in peace. Uh, you know, people that did stuff for me or taught me things. Even to this day, my dad, you know, still calling me, you know, <laughs> giving me information, updates on things. You know, those who I inspired to be, and you know, just to be better than them. And, you know, what's pushed that, that really would is what drives me with the company too. Is this okay? Let me let me make a way generational. Let me continue to get better and do research and you know find different things out. So that's dope, man. That's dope. Um, so before we go, man, I want to ask y'all a couple more questions. Um, say you know, say you know, there's a young cat out there, um, young male or female that wants to create their own shoe. What are three pieces of advice? you would give, you know, like a young cat that wants to do that? Um, man, it's, um, the hard work is, um, details. I mean, by details, um, what material do you want? What's your story? I think that will help too, especially if you can't draw, what's your story? As in, you know, what, what inspired you to make this shoe? I mean, you know, you hear about the 14s, uh, Michael Jordan's story was like, you know, he liked that Ferrari. Yeah. And, you know, they made the 14s based off the Ferrari. And, you know, some, you know, of course, you know, tweaks a little bit, you know, they made it, that made the shoe make sense <laughs> as far as design-wise, you know, that made for a shoe. But you have those aspects. Um, what else? Uh, so you got your story, your material. Um, who's your target market? You know, who are you trying to sell this to as well? Um do you have enough money to go big with, with certain materials and details? Or do you, or, you know, since you starting off, is it cool that, or are you fine with, you know, okay, just using this, using this detail or this material due to the fact you don't have enough money to make the, you know, to make the, you know, the, the, the shoe that you really want. Like, are you fine with that? Um, what else, man? Um, yeah, many like minor details. Like, man, do you want the shoe to be comfortable, or do you want an athletic shoe, basketball shoe? So, you want a basketball shoe? You need rubber. <laughs> you need you need some solid rubber on the bottom. You know, you know different yeah. things of that support. You know, so you just want to be very detail oriented when you design the shoe and think about all those things. Uh, do you want the uh, the details on the uh, on the front of the shoe? Do you want to dial it down so it doesn't look like a big shoe? on the person, you know, to where it looks small. Man, you know, those things, you know, that just learning <laughs> going in. So. That's dope. Uh, I, I, I can't hear you. What you say? Did you have anything you wanted to add, you know, to the advice? Uh, Just main three, just, of course, be detailed. Be innovative Thanks. and be resourceful. 
I like that. I like uh, that. Resourceful, yeah. That's that's mainly it. Make sure you got the funds to do what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. Because at the end of the day, a great idea is nothing without the funds to make it happen. That's being honest. Right. Bro. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, well, sure. I appreciate you guys, man. Um, so if somebody wants to get in contact with you guys, um, what? How could they do that? Okay. Yeah, just um, we have Instagram and Facebook. Both of those handles are Ascend Apparel LLC. Okay. Um, also, you can uh, reach out to us uh, via email as well, uh, Ascend Apparel at gmail dot com. Um, and we'll, you know, we we open, we open. Yeah. Up, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, just anything you need, question wise or whatnot. Man, come on, we'll get to you and we'll, we'll uh, give you the most sound advice that we know. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, all the way down to like, like you asked, you know, how do I start a show? I mean, we'll, we'll even go in detail about that. I mean, which a lot of people feel that's a little odd or be surprised that we'll yeah. do that. But it's just, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's nothing to us, to be honest. You know, like, yeah, we're going to give you the info. Why not? That's dope. Well, I appreciate you guys, man. From from one ram to another, man. I'm definitely proud of you guys. Um, I appreciate it, definitely man. dope. Yeah, no problem. Um, but again, I'm I'm your host, Adrian Evans. I had uh, Kimani Jones and Salim Collins of Ascending Apparel, guys. I appreciate you. Um, we gonna be out. Peace. All right, peace. Peace. What's up, guys? It's me again. So tell me, what did you think about the show? I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag at underscore the Black Wealth Media Pod and share this on your Instagram stories with your friends. That would be very appreciated. Also, go inside the podcast app to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a five-star review. This helps us get the message across all over the world so more people can listen. On top of that, I really do hope you guys enjoy the show. And I'll see you next week on the Black Wealth Media Podcast.